You're listening to a Soulfire Productions podcast. Welcome to Wellness Realness, where we get very real about all things health and wellness, physical, mental, financial, and spiritual. I'm your host, Christina Rice, a nutritional therapy practitioner and energy healer turned holistic business coach for ambitious entrepreneurs. And I'm here to help you up-level every aspect of your life. Remember my disclaimer, the information in this podcast is general health and nutrition advice and not a replacement for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. You can find an endless amount of content from me and join my online membership at christinaricewellness.com. And if you want exclusive behind-the-scenes content and my most unfiltered self, DM a screenshot of your iTunes rating and review to Wellness Realness Crew on Instagram and request to follow my super secret account. You can also join the Wellness Realness Podcast Tribe Facebook group to hang out with other listeners in the crew. Get ready for some wellness realness. If you struggle with chronic illness or have a loved one who struggles with chronic illness, then you know that the path to healing is never linear and can be very difficult at times. And today's guest, Aaron Porter, has an incredible story of healing from chronic illness that I think many of you will relate to. When she was 18, she was desperate to leave her parents' house, so she got a job in Manhattan, rented out the only apartment she could afford, and within weeks came down with her first sinus infection, along with a ton of different bizarre symptoms. And that was the beginning of her 20-year journey with chronic illness. She spent a full year on multiple rounds of antibiotics, each one stronger than the last, and was still sick. She kept getting more diagnoses, more diseases, more viruses added to the growing list of her health problems. And she was in a really dark place. And in this episode, Erin shares what worked for her and how she made it through her healing journey, the changes she made in terms of diet and supplements and lifestyle that really allowed her to heal, and also how her spiritual journey played a huge role in her healing. And something that Erin credits as playing a huge role in her recovery is colostrum from Sovereign Laboratories. This product, this specific product, also played a huge role in my own healing journey and was one of the first things that I started taking five years ago that I I noticed clear results with when not many other things were actually helping me. I know you've probably heard me talk about colostrum so many times before, but it is such a powerful healing food and tastes delicious. And you really want to be careful about quality when it comes to colostrum. And what I love about Sovereign Labs is it has liposomal delivery. So you know you are really getting the benefits and absorbing those. I just take one to two tablespoons in some room temperature water morning and evening on an empty stomach, and I'm good to go. And Sovereign Labs is offering a free trial pack to listeners. So if you want to try out this colostrum that has changed my life and changed Aaron's life, you'll hear more about it in the episode, then you can go to sovereignlaboratories.com slash crwellness.html. Again, that's Sovereign Laboratories, S-O-V-E-R-E-I-G-N-L-A-B, O-R-A-T-O-R-I-E-S dot com slash C-R-Wellness dot H-T-M-L. And when you go there, you can get a free trial pack. So you will definitely want to check that out. But in the meantime, you do not want to miss out on hearing this story from Erin. She has had quite the journey and you can learn more about it in her book, Eat, Pray, Get Well, A Journey from Chronic Illness, Brokenness, and Junk Food Junkie to Wholeness and Wellness. And you can also find more from her on her blog, which is eatpraygetwell.com, on Instagram at eatpraygetwell, and also you can search her on YouTube, Eat, Pray, Get Well. I won't keep you waiting any longer though, so enjoy this interview with Erin Porter. The health and wellness space can be so overwhelming, and that is why I created my Uplevel membership to help you cut through the BS and really figure out what actually is going to work for your body. You know I am all about a truly holistic approach, and that is why I cover a ton of different topics in Uplevel, including gut health, regulating your hormones, healthy weight loss, fitness, 
self-confidence, manifestation, and of course, all things nutrition. I even provide some of my most used protocols with clients directly in the membership portal, including my candida diet protocol and my liver detox protocol and my leaky gut protocol. I used to offer these only to clients and now I share them with anyone in our community in the membership. When you join Uplevel, you will have access to never before seen interviews, hours of exclusive video content, hours of online course content, including my foundational course, Wellness Foundations, that covers nutrition, gut health, supplements, fitness, mindset, sleep, stress management, and more, as well as sneak peeks of other courses like the Ditch Your Acne course and my Paleo Women Lifestyle course. And you also get a few different recipe ebooks, two eight-week at-home workout guides, my grocery shopping list, and other downloads. And I think the best part is the community of other high vibe women. We have monthly live Q&A calls with me and the other women in the membership. And that is exactly where you can ask me anything you want. Plus, you can get to know other members in our private forum. There are hundreds of exclusive blog posts in the membership that cover all things health and wellness as well as exclusive recipes and workouts. So you will have plenty of content to entertain yourself with. You have access to a practitioner and hundreds of hours of exclusive content to help you reach your health and wellness goals for less than the price of a matcha and a gluten-free muffin. So if you are ready to up-level your health and wellness and join our community of incredible high-vibe women, then just head on over to christinaricewellness.com slash membership to sign up now. You can cancel your membership at any time, but I don't think you'll want to. And you can also get two months for free if you enroll for a year long subscription. So just head on over to christinaricewellness.com slash membership if you want to learn more and sign up and make sure you take a picture and share it on Instagram stories, tag me so I can see what content you are diving into. Erin, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I've been so excited to chat with you today. We have kind of similar stories and I'm really excited to dive into yours. But for my audience, can you just share a little bit about yourself and what you do? Hi, Christina. Yep, I'm happy to be here. Um, yes, I, I started a company called Eat, Pray, Get Well. And it started with the intention of maybe reaching just a few hundred people, hoping I could help somebody because I spent most of my life sick and on forums, you know, trying to find out if there was people like me and just spent most of my life trying to get better. So I started Eat, Pray, Get Well and just shocked me that within a few months, it just kind of blew up and I got a call from a national television show. Would I come out for an interview? And, um, Everything, my life has kind of changed since then. I just never saw my life going in that direction. But I'm so thrilled to be here that all those decades of being ill has led to something wonderful on the other side. And I just want to help as many people as I can understand how to help heal their bodies, their minds, and get well and live a good life. Because being chronically ill, as you know, um, holds you back from just about every area in your life. Definitely. I think a lot of people can relate to that. And I mean, your story has helped so many, so many people. And I really want to dive into it on this show. So maybe we can just start from the beginning. Tell me about the beginning of your health issues. Yeah, well, um, I grew up in the Bronx, Bronx, New York. And when I was about six, we moved upstate into a house. And that's where I started having some health issues. And they weren't big health issues. It was allergies and asthma, although the asthma was pretty severe. And um, I didn't know it at the time, and I wouldn't know it for another 20 years or so, but there was mold in that home. Mm -hmm. And then as luck would have it at 18, um, I moved to Manhattan and started working there and lived in the only apartment that I could really afford, which had visible mold. It It was not a nice apartment at all. And I was only in that apartment for about nine months, but it almost completely took my health down. It started with a sinus infection. I'd never had one before. And uh, I talk about this on the blog. I was 
spending my time running from Manhattan's best ear, nose, and throat and other specialists instead of enjoying the city because I just couldn't get better. So I started antibiotics and um, was on them for, I don't know, 20 plus years uh, on a constant basis and had a lot of surgeries. And then after a few years of being on the antibiotics trying to treat the sinus infection, I started getting things like heart arrhythmias and chronic fatigue and fibromyalgia and nerve pain and severe reflux. My esophagus was burnt often. Hashimoto's. Um, I can go on and on. I had so many things wrong with me and I was just barely out of my teenage years (laughs) trying to survive on my own um, in the city. And uh, I stayed at that status quo. In fact, I got worse. I kept getting Epstein-Barr recurrent infections of Epstein-Barr. And I was at a loss and I didn't really put all these problems together. I thought they were all separate. So I would go, I had a specialist in every field Mm -hmm. trying to treat me. And I just kept getting worse. And then I had a fantastic ear, nose, and throat doctor, the one who did my fourth surgery. He just, he took a look at my CAT scan and he said, you have one of the most severe fungal infections I've ever seen. And I thought, oh my gosh, I I didn't know anything about fungus. And he said, you have bacteria too. And I had very difficult um, infections. I had pseudomonas, which is notoriously difficult to get rid of staph. And then I had this fungal infection on top of it. And he said, somewhere along the way, you were exposed to toxic mold and you were breathing it in. And my mind instantly went back to that apartment that I lived in for nine months. And that's the beginning of me starting to put the pieces together of what happened to my health. And then Once I heard the word fungus and started learning about it, it was a step in the right direction, but it took years to try to get that under control because fungus is a parasite. And I started learning what feeds fungus and it happens to be the same as cancer. It's sugar, it's carbs. So um, I was a complete junk food junkie. So I had to just change everything about my lifestyle the way I ate, just the way I took care of myself because it was pretty horrendous. Mm. And slowly I started to get better. I introduced some antifungals, both prescription and natural. And it took some time, but slowly these diseases started to fall off of me. And I just woke up and I started to feel human again one day. And I thought, wow, I need to When I started realizing how many Americans have issues with candida and fungal infections, mine happened to be in my sinuses, but a lot of us have it in our gut. Um, You know, for me, the hundreds and hundreds of courses of antibiotics just completely let fungus take a foothold systemically in my body. Mm -hmm. And this happens to so many Americans. And it's not just antibiotics, but as you know, the food that we eat, alcohol, birth control pills, all of these things can completely ruin our gut. And speaking of the gut, I had um, started, I knew I had leaky gut because I was allergic to almost every food, whether it was healthy or not. And um, I would have an issue with almost every meal. So I remember walking into a health food store after my fourth sinus surgery in complete tears, talking to the owner saying, I don't understand how to get well. And she said, if you heal your gut, you'll heal your sinuses. And I remember walking out thinking that was the most ridiculous thing I ever heard. So (laughs) it would take another year or two before that that really got through to me. And um, somebody in passing told me about colostrum. And that was that was pretty big um, in my healing. And after about three months of being on liposomal colostrum, I realized, wow, it's been 14 years I was able to not take a Pepsidase or a Nexium. Mm. Because I was on those, I used to pop them like uh, cocktail peanuts. It was just all day long so I could keep water, food down. And so that healed my gut. And that was, uh, that was huge. 
now my food allergies are gone. And so um, I like teaching people that healing their gut is one of the very first steps in getting well. So I want to go back a bit because so, I mean, your health issue started when you were really young and went on for a long time. And I'm curious, like emotionally, how were you handling that? Did you think that was all normal? Were you frustrated? Um, Well, in my book, uh, Eat, Pray, Get Well, I talk about also the emotional part. It's actually divided into three parts, emotional, physical, and spiritual, because I was, um, I had a very difficult childhood and it was, it was hard to explain. So I had to do it in stories in the book, but, um, I was depressed probably even as a child, you know, four five and six, it was, um, not a, it was not a good childhood, but I'll, I'll leave it at that for now. <laughs> so I didn't feel the support when I did get sick at six years old. And I won't go into much detail about that. It's all in the book, but uh, it was very difficult. I felt alone. Um, I felt resentment that um, I needed an inhaler and the money that it cost to buy the inhaler. So illness in my home was not seen as, um, it was seen as a nuisance, I guess you could say. And um, when I left at 18, I got even sicker. And uh, emotionally, it was very difficult. And I reached out to God and I feel like he guided me. And my healing didn't come as fast as I would have liked it to. And it did take a long time. But I did see his guidance throughout it. And I see the people that he put in my life and and I'm healthy now. And I feel like, although that was difficult, and at times it actually felt like hell for a, just a few decades, um, that God kind of gave me my purpose through it. And I feel like somehow I am better for it. And um, I wouldn't I wouldn't take it back, all the things that I've learned along the way. And now I just want to share it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel very similarly about my own history. Um, what about with your experience with all these doctors? Like, how was that emotionally? Like, what was going on there? Uh, Oh, that was tough. I've seen a lot of bad doctors and probably over 60 doctors or more in my lifetime. And I found two wonderful ones. But outside of that, it wasn't the best experience. And each doctor wanting to put me on a different medication and which I, I knew in my heart would just make me worse. And I feel like American, and I'm not against doctors, but I do have the sense that if we can stay out of a doctor's office, we'll be much healthier. So uh, I don't want to find myself in a doctor's office or a hospital. You know, I, I use doctors for blood work and um, x-rays and, you know, things like that when needed. But I definitely try to stay out of the doctor's office. And if we can learn how to help our bodies heal, we'll be much better off. And, you know, I was like most Americans not that long ago, you know, 10 years ago, I had no idea how to eat or what to eat or what was healthy and what wasn't healthy. And so a lot of people need that information. And uh, I had the right people at the time to help me. And now I just want to help other people because it is confusing. I remember wandering the healthy food aisles thinking, I don't even know what these ingredients are. I don't know what to do with them. It's very confusing. The standard American diet is definitely not what we should be eating, but nobody teaches us otherwise. Yeah, that's very true. So during this whole process, where were you looking for outside information? Like, how were you learning things? I spent so much time on forums. Mm-hmm. Um, so back in the day, you know, we're talking about 15, 20, 25 years ago, just looking for people who may have had the same issues that I had. What are they trying? It made me realize that there's so many sick people out there. And uh, I remember taking a specific antibiotic. It was called Leviquin. And I took it in the early days when it kind of first came out and it kind of destroyed me on another level, different problems for about a year. And I remember researching those forums and finding so many people's lives destroyed by these uh, group of antibiotics. 
And I just said to myself, if I ever get well, I'm going to do something about it. I'm going to get back on these forums and tell people, you know, what I've learned or, but that ended up becoming Eat, Pray, Get Well mm-hmm. and doing it in that sense. Yeah, it's interesting. I got a lot of my information from forums as well. I felt like there was, yeah. there was, when I was looking, I mean, this was five years ago. It wasn't even too long ago, but, you know, I was finding some, some valuable information outside of that. But for me, hearing other people's experiences and what's worked for them, just because everyone's so different was just, I was getting better information. I felt like, um, and hearing trial and error. And I think as soon as I expanded my mind, like I've learned that I don't need a study to prove something to me. Like if I hear enough people tell me this is getting me better, I'll look into it. What was depressing is when I first got sick, there really wasn't internet yet. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I was literally on my own. I remember going to libraries and just reading and trying to research and find out in that way too. So I think um, the internet, what a wonderful place to to share what works for us and what doesn't. It's It's just really a blessing. Yeah, I think there's a lot of power in sharing our stories and what allows us to heal. Um, and I think also talking about the emotional side of it is really important because so many people, you know, they feel really alone and it's helpful to know other people are going through it as well. And I'm curious when you were going through all of your health struggles, how did that impact your your social life? Wow, uh, that's a good question. My life revolved around my illnesses and especially when I had chronic fatigue, I remember uh, I was probably about 19, maybe a year into the antibiotics and feeling like I didn't have the energy to even speak. So there was a lot of avoiding people, um, wanting to do the fun things that people my age were doing at the time, but the energy just wasn't there. And emotionally, I wasn't in a good place either after just leaving my house, you know, my parents' house. And then also, you know, people not really understanding. I remember saying, you know, I have a sinus infection and years in people are like, what are you talking about? Why do you, why are you still sick? And not being able to answer that because I really didn't know what the root cause of me not feeling well and me having all these diseases. So it was easier to just avoid. Yeah. So I did things when I had the energy. And, you know, I stayed in alone when I didn't have the energy. Recently, I've been doing a lot of research on circadian biology and all the different ways that light exposure affects our sleep, our hormones, our weight, our inflammation levels, so many things. And one of the easiest light hacks in the world that I recommend everybody take advantage of is just wearing blue light blocking glasses. This is also critical for getting the highest quality sleep possible. When it comes to sleep, it's not just about how much you get. It's actually the quality of the sleep that is most important. And with so many of us on our screens all the time, it is highly, highly important that we are doing something to prevent digital eye strain and make sure the light from our laptops and our phones aren't completely destroying our circadian rhythms, our sleep and our hormonal secretion. I've tried a lot of blue light blocking glasses in the last few years, but by far the best and the only brand that is 100% backed by science is Blue Blocks. They have three lenses, their Sleep Plus, their Summer Glow, and their blue light lenses. The Sleep Plus red lens is a lens you would want to put on after sunset, which is going to help improve your sleep, reduce your anxiety, and relax you. These are the classic blue light blocking glasses that you think of with the red lenses, but the red lens is incredibly important. Those orange lenses are only blocking out a portion of the blue and green spectrum that we need to block to optimize our circadian rhythm. And then during the day, you would want either the blue light clear lens or the summer glow yellow lens. The blue light clear lens is best for people who work in more natural lighting during the day. And the summer glow yellow lens is best for people who work under harsher artificial lighting and or anyone who wants the extra benefits of color therapy. So if you struggle with seasonal depression or anxiety, the summer glow yellow lenses would be great, but both will help with preventing digital eye strain and preventing any migraines or headaches from being on screens all day. And if you really want to up your sleep game, make sure you get the Remedy Sleep Mask. This is a 100% light blocking sleep mask 
that really helps with REM and deep sleep, this is a game changer for me because you probably don't realize how much light can creep in even when you think all of the lights are off and your blinds are closed. Blue Blocks also has a ton of different frames to pick from, about 20 different frames, and they have a send in your own frame service if you want to use your own frames. You can also make use of their prescription service if you need a prescription. Personally, my favorite frame is the Parker frame. I get complimented all the time on my Blue Blocks glasses and people always ask me what brand they are. I always am wearing Blue Blocks. If you're seeing me wear glasses in my Instagram stories, they're always Blue Blocks. I also love that for every pair of Blue Blocks they sell, they donate a pair of reading glasses to Restoring Vision who gifts them to someone in need. So it's a great cause as well. So if you want to improve your sleep, balance out your hormones, regulate your weight all just by wearing glasses and prevent all those headaches and that digital eye strain from looking at screens all day, make sure you go to blueblocks.com. That's B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com and use my code wellness, W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S for 15% off. Again, that's blueblocks.com, B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com and use my code wellness, W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S for 15% off. And when you get your pair of frames in the mail, take a selfie, tag me, tag Blue Blocks, and I'm excited to see which frames you pick. So did you get any outside support, therapy or anything? Like, I know for me, without my therapist, I don't know what I would have done. No, but I think what kept me going is I'm like a dog with a bone. And so I never stopped researching and just became my life's work (laughs) to find out what's wrong with me and how can I get better? Mm -hmm. I never... You know, even though doctors would say, oh, you have this disease now and there's no cure and just live the best life you can. And your sinuses are really never going to get better. Just do the best you can. I never took that in. Mm -hmm. I always felt like, you know, as long as there's a God, you know, then there is a chance and there's hope. So uh, I spent just countless hours researching. And so I think that just kind of maybe through the sickness gave me a purpose with the intention of I'm not leaving this life like this. I'm going to get well. Yeah. I think that's what kept me going. Um, Cause I didn't know I did not have a big support system for myself during that time. That's pretty incredible. You know, that you, you got through all that, like mostly by yourself. Um, what would you say to someone who's struggling like this right now? I would say don't lose hope. There is always hope because the body is pretty miraculous. If you give it all the right tools to heal, uh, miracles can happen. Yeah. And I really, I really believe that. Yeah. So at what point did you start your website? Uh, I started it four years ago. Okay. Yeah. And were you working when you were sick or like, were you supporting yourself? All through. So. I always hold, and I feel proud about that, but I was always able to hold down a full-time job and I would take naps in my car and I would sometimes have to do that. I was in the corporate world since 18 and sometimes I would have to take two or three naps on a break, on a lunch and just to get through the day. And, uh, I didn't really talk about it too much. Um, you know, my bosses would know. But uh, from for the most part, people, I would not share that side of my life with them. But I was able to hold down a job my entire life. And then four years ago, I quit the corporate world and just I wrote the book, Eat, Pray, Get Well. And that's what I've been doing for the last four years. Yeah. So what what inspired you to finally start that website? I think just wanting, well, I'll be honest with you. I was, um, I was praying because I, like I told you, I was still doing my corporate thing and I absolutely hated it. Being in a cubicle was like death to me. And I remember praying one morning and just saying, God, I can't do this anymore. I can't do it for another 20 years. And I don't even think I can do it for a month. What else can you do with me? And of course it wasn't audible. It was just a very strong you know, start a blog because I love to write. I have a photography degree and I loved creating healthy recipes. It just came to me that fast. And I didn't know anything about blogs. I didn't follow any blogs, none whatsoever. And um, that day I just told my husband who happens to be a coder 
I said, this is what I need to do. And he said, draw it out and I will start it and put it together. So five months later, it was up, up and running. And then uh, it just kind of blew up from there within a couple months. And I think that's because so many people need this information. Yeah. So much more than I thought. So much more than I thought. It's very true. So how did you and your husband meet? Oh, that's a story. Bob's mm-hmm. wife, she passed away um, about nine years ago from melanoma. And I knew her my entire life because our parents lived in the same apartment building in the Bronx. So we kind of knew each other even before we were born. Mm. We both ended up in Florida. I was married to uh, my ex-husband and we would see them pretty often. She was a friend of mine and I didn't know it at the time, but I had been divorced about three and a half years before she died. About a week before she died, she sat Bob down And she said, I want you to move on. And I have somebody in mind for you. And it happened to be me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I didn't find that out until about a year after she died. And what's really cool, though, is her father. um, I didn't know this, but he was praying behind the scenes that we would get together as well. Her sisters were as well. And my father was... uh, I guess some people would say he was abusive, so I never felt like I had a father once I left my house. And Laura's father ended up walking me down the aisle and became my father. Wow. So I gained I gained a husband and I gained a father at the same time. What an amazing story. Um, and our sons have the same birthday and they're a year apart and ended up being best friends. So, Oh my gosh. Wow. It felt like it was supposed to happen. Yeah, it certainly <laughs> seems that way. So when you say that some people would, would consider your father abusive, what do you mean by that? Well, I it, it's in the book and I'm not saying that so you buy the book. Um, I'm saying that because it was so complicated. It wasn't um, physical or sexual. It was emotional. It was verbal. It was rejection. It was humiliation. Yeah. And I laid that all out in stories because the abuse is, like like I said, somewhat complicated. Yeah. I understand what you mean. I think when it's emotional and verbal abuse, it's not until much later in our lives that we that we understand that that's what it would have that that's what it is. You know, um, cause that's, yeah, as, we don't realize as, it at the time as much. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I always knew something was wrong as a child because mm-hmm. he didn't, he never ever spoke to us or looked at us unless it was to rage or humiliate. Mm-hmm. So of course I knew something was wrong, but when you're that small, no, you can't put it into words. Oh, this is abuse. <laughs> yeah. Um, but of course, of course, we knew something was wrong and there was no peace in the in the home. And uh, it was very hard. Do you think that that, like looking back, that emotional distress set the stage for you to struggle with that sickness? I think about that now. And I have a feeling that it's it's absolutely all connected. And I do wonder what I have overcome everything sooner if emotionally I had the support or probably, but I don't blame it on the illness. Yeah. I also wonder, like you were in that corporate job you hated. Um, That must have made it even harder to (laughs) get better. (laughs) I I think so. I think the the happier we are and the more positive we can be and the bigger the support system and, you know, coming out of that house at 18, uh, I thought, oh, I'm so excited. I'm leaving this house. I'm going to start a new life. But I brought all of that abuse with me. I didn't know who I was. I had no self-esteem. Um, I let men treat me like garbage for years after that because that's what I was used to. And I didn't feel like I deserved anything else. Uh, because I was made to believe that my entire life until I moved out. So between the illness and having to reprogram my brain, and that's why Eat, Pray, Get Well is not just physical, how to get better, but emotionally 
healing those wounds. So once you're healthy, you can enjoy your life because you can't enjoy it even if you're healthy, but emotionally you're not. You can't enjoy your life. It all has to be there. Healing in, in every sense of the word. Yeah. Well, so can you share more about that? Like, uh, give me an idea of what you mean by, you know, healing those emotional wounds and rewiring your brain in that way. Yeah. Um, well, like I said, when I started uh, my job in Manhattan, I thought oh, this is going to be very exciting. I'm away. But I realized very quickly it was very difficult to form relationships because the self-esteem was not there. Um, the kind of men I attracted were either like my father or abusive in some way or another, which you don't know when you're that young that that's exactly what you're going to attract if you've had an abusive father. You know, who knows why you end up attracting what you exactly what you wouldn't want, but that's what happened. And so I had a lot of difficulties in my personal life as well as my health. You know, I just, I just say God was there with me. God showed me. That's how personally I feel like I was able to heal the wounds is just sticking close to God. And re, when I say reprogram my brain, learning who I am and not what he told me that I was. Mm. And that took a long time. And that took a lot of forgiveness, forgiving myself for letting men treat me that way. Mm-hmm. as well are there any practices that helped you in that process uh, praying yeah. <laughs> definitely praying and and trying to listen and and living a, a different life living a life um the way god wants us to i know that sounds corny but treating people the way that i would want to be treated And uh, I don't think without my relationship with God, no, I do not think that I would have healed. I think I would have been in another horrible relationship and the pattern just would have continued. So I just thank God for all of it because the website is from him. You know, I feel like my new marriage is from him. My healing is from him. And yeah, so I would say, uh, you know, there's always hope as long as God is here, there's hope. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think it's really important in when struggling with any type of chronic illness or health issue, like leaning into your spirituality helps so much. So I, I can't, th- yeah, I can't imagine doing it without. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I know in my own life it forced me to embrace that part of myself because before I wasn't interested in it. Um, and I'm really yes. glad it did. And we, I mean, so much of healing is it's not just the physical things it it is that emotional healing and exploring that spiritual side of ourselves and like building that relationship um so i think it's really important to discuss but i i would also like to you know dive into some of the some of the other things you used to heal so tell me more about how you found the colostrum oh i was actually demoing i have a snack line as well mm. Um, called Eat, Pray, Get Well. And I was demoing those at a store and a guy came over and he started talking to me, asking me my story. And I told him about uh, leaky gut being one part of what I was dealing with. And he had said, have you ever tried colostrum? And I had never really heard of it. And he said, "Um, please check it out. And so I remember putting it in my phone and then I didn't revisit it for about six months. (laughs) And then I think I had like a scope again, um, you know, when they do the endoscopy down your, yeah. And just getting so fed up because I was having reflux, even like breakthrough reflux, even though I was doing the Nexiums and the Pepsid AC and getting burnt again, on my esophagus. And I don't know if you've ever had that, but the pain is intense. It's probably up there with childbirth. It's that bad. And so um, I think I was just desperate and ended up ordering it and gave it a try. And I just remember about three months in forgetting to take the Pepsid AC (laughs) going, wow, that has never happened before. So what was really cool is I had proof that it was working. 
Mm-hmm. And um, it happened to be, it was a brand called Sovereign Laboratories. And he had said that that's the best brand to get. So um, that's the one I ordered. And what's really cool about that too is I had been tested for, uh, I had low growth hormone, probably from, I had a little bit of pituitary damage and other things just from being sick all those years. And I was looking at having to have hormone shots because if your growth uh, hormone level is low, you start aging quicker on the inside and on the outside. And um, there was a nasty test, though, that they have to do for insurance reasons in order for them to cover it, which I was not looking forward to. But um, in the meantime, when I was taking the colostrum, I got retested for it and it actually raised it to an acceptable level to where I didn't have to get the shots. So I had proof again that (laughs) it was working for me. So I still take it. I probably will for life. I have my son on it too. My husband takes it. Yeah. I mean, I was telling you, that's the same colostrum I use and I've been using for years and I recommend to people. And I mean, it really is life-changing. It's an amazing product. It, It absolutely is. When you can actually start eating and not be allergic to your food. (laughs) that's pretty life-changing yeah and so many people don't realize that i mean leaky gut is really at the root of so many illnesses and i think everyone if you're exposed to our food system could use a little extra gut healing and immune support right i mean they're starting to say almost all autoimmune diseases yeah are coming from leaky gut and they think chronic fatigue and fibromyalgia because they're not quite sure what causes those yet but they're thinking leaky gut might be the culprit. Definitely. So yeah, I, I completely believe that. Start if you don't know where to start, start with your gut. Yes. Definitely. Start with your diet, diet and your gut, and um, it can be pretty amazing. I struggled with anxiety for so many years, and seeing a therapist regularly completely changed my life. And I understand how difficult it can be to find the right match. I struggled for so long with this. It can be such a barrier to getting started, as can the cost, which is why I love BetterHelp. I'm so excited that BetterHelp is a sponsor of this podcast because they make working with a licensed professional therapist so accessible to so many more people. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. This service is available for clients worldwide and BetterHelp assesses your needs and matches you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start chatting with them in as little as 24 hours. You can schedule weekly video or phone sessions and you get timely and thoughtful responses. You can communicate with your therapist in between sessions and you can do it all from the comfort of your own home. BetterHelp is far more affordable than traditional offline counseling. And I know that a lot of you could use some extra support right now. I know I definitely have been happy to have the extra support and BetterHelp makes it so easy to do. I have been seeing my therapist, Christine, every week and it's really helpful just to know I can always talk to her whenever I need her. So if you feel like you could use some extra support, then please, please, please check out BetterHelp you can go to trybetterhelp.com slash wellnessrealness. That's T-R-Y-B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash wellnessrealness. And with that link, you can get 10% off your first month. Again, that's trybetterhelp.com, T-R-Y-B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash wellnessrealness, W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S-R-E-A-L-N-E-S-S. And that will give you 10% off so you can get started as soon as possible. Let's talk more about your diet. So tell me about the dietary changes you made. I first, I had to get off of of sugar and carbs first. And I was a junk food junkie. I would hit McDonald's almost every single day, the vending machine. It was pretty horrendous the way I ate. And for some reason, I never really correlated that with how sick I was and that I was making myself sicker. I just really had no concept of nutrition and how to, how to feed my body. So I didn't know what I was doing, but I thought I'm going to start with sugar. And so it took years to really understand what to eat, but now I try to do very low sugar, 
Um, I'll do berries since they're really low on the sugar scale. And um, I try to stay away from breads and um, carbs like that. So pretty much I try to eat as much from the ground as I can. I do a lot of fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, organic, grass-fed beef, chicken. Um, of course, I go off and I'll have a piece of cake, you know, or ice cream now and then. Of course I do. But, and I juice a lot. I try to juice every single day. And so I can just flood my body with as much greens as I can. Mm. And then I do brown rice and quinoa and, and things like that. So I try to eat really clean and then go off and eat what I want, you know, maybe once every couple of weeks for a meal or something like that. I'm not so strict, but I am very careful. I'll never go back to that way of eating again. Yeah. So I was reading on your website, you're talking about Doug Kaufman's diet, like a phase one, <laughs> phase two. Yep. It's on my website. I do believe in that. And that's how I try to eat. So phase one is literally um, really low carbs. So you're even getting rid of the brown rice. And most fruit, except for berries. And then when you go to phase two, you can start adding in the higher sugar things like sweet potato and um, some brown rice and some oatmeal and things like that. So the purpose of the diet is to kill off fungus in your body. And that's definitely what I had to do. So one day we might even find out that fungus and cancer are one and the same, or fungus might cause cancer. And there's some studies out there. There was many people who were diagnosed with cancer in their lungs, only to find out later that it was really fungal infection, which is treated a lot differently. And some really cool things, Spornax for, for toenail fungus, they're showing is helping to get rid of certain kinds of cancers. So. Um, I knew that that was where I needed to start because fungus needs sugar and carbs to survive. And I knew that I had it, had it in my gut. I had it in my sinuses and, and probably systemically. So that's how I had to eat. And, and then it became a habit. How did you find out about this diet? Oh, I remember um, watching that television show so many years ago. And I had just been diagnosed with the fungal component in my sinuses. And I turned the channel and remember Doug Kaufman talking about um, sinus infections and how it's been proven that like 96% of them are fungal infections, mm -hmm. says the Mayo Clinic. And um, I couldn't believe somebody was actually talking about this because I had never met anybody in my life that talked about it or had the same issue. And um, so that is when I started the diet. That was probably 12 years ago or so. Okay. And how long were, how long were you doing the phase one, phase two? Oh, I think I did phase one for a couple of months and then moved to phase two. And then, and phase two is kind of where I try to live with the exception of, like I said, you know, sometimes I just want to have that piece of pizza or, or whatever it is, but I just try to live right there in phase two. Yeah. Have you noticed any specific foods that give you any problems? Yes. If I, um, so when I do go off, I still try to keep it clean. Um, like if I'm eating pizza, I try to make sure it's a cleaner version of pizza or a cupcake. If, you know, I want to make sure it has no dyes or preservatives and stuff like that. But if I go off the wagon for a couple days, I feel a big difference in my body and my sinuses will act up and I can feel the beginnings of an infection and I don't have the energy. So I see a huge difference. So I don't think I'll ever be able to come off that diet, nor would I want to, because that diet is probably going to prevent me, hopefully, <laughs> from getting diabetes or other diseases in the future. So I just know that that's the best for my body. Yeah. Um, but so you don't notice any like very specific food just in general, like keeping it as clean as you can. 
helps you. Uh, sugar. Yeah. Sugar and carbs. Mm. I'll, I'll see a difference. And my body tells me right away, I will literally wake up if, and not just one meal, but if I go off for like two straight days eating whatever I want, I'll wake up and my sinuses are starting to get infected. It's really crazy. It's that fast. Yeah, no, I have the same thing with foods. It's it really, I mean, it just shocks me how quickly I get symptomatic and I I am very clean. Like, I mean, I feel so great. And then it just takes one day and I feel like a different person. Yeah. A lot of people say that. And I don't know if you have been exposed to mold or if you think you had a candida infection but they say once you do, you can kind of dial down the symptoms, but never completely get rid of them. Yeah. So dialing them down, you know, by eating the way we should be eating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I definitely agree with that. Yeah, I've had mold illness and candida multiple times. And, you know, some people's bodies are just more sensitive than other people based on, you know, what they've right. what they've been exposed to. So everyone's exactly. different. Well, and people who've yeah. been exposed to it are, are so much more sensitive for some reason. Yeah, definitely. So you had the colostrum and then you changed your diet. Was there anything yeah. else, like any supplement, anything else that you felt like yeah. really helped? Yeah. I had to do years of antifungals, a couple years or more, uh-huh. uh, not just for my sinuses through a nebulizer, but I also did some orally prescription, like Nystatin. Um, which is great for the gut. And, um, if, you know, if you had any candida infection in your gut and then I just turned over and started doing over the counter ones like coconut oil and, um, what else did I do? Uh, oil of oregano and silver and rotate and I rotate them because fungus is smart. Candida is very smart and they'll get used to one thing and they'll learn how to live around it. So, I still kind of to this day rotate the natural ones and stay on those. Yeah. Did you did you work with somebody who helped you with that? No. You just researched. <laughs> really. You just researched. Just, re- just just research. Yeah. Just research. Gotcha. Yeah. So so how long did it take for you to start like noticing improvement once you started the diet and you were on the antifungals? I would say probably um, six months to a year. It took a while. Mm -hmm. But like I said, um, so I pretty much most of my life would wake up feeling sick. And I used to keep a journal, you know, (laughs) what was bad this day? And I would have a list because I had so many things wrong with me. And then I just started to realize I would wake up and go, I felt okay today. I didn't really have anything going on today. So it was slow. But I did notice that I was actually starting to feel good. I was able, and the energy was coming back. That was the huge thing because I felt like I could have a social life again. I didn't have to tell my friends, well, I'll let you know last minute because that's how I had to, to do things. I had to see how I would feel at that moment. I couldn't plan two days from now yeah. because I might not be able to make it. And um, I thought about that the other day. I just feel so blessed that. I have the energy now to live, to ha- to live my life and to enjoy it mm-hmm. and be social. Yeah, I totally understand what you mean. It was, I mean, I had the same experience and it made me just not want to make plans because I didn't want to let people down. If right. I said I could do this and then I woke up and I just, and I also didn't want to be the person that was always canceling. Uh, exactly. You know, yeah. So it's definitely it's definitely hard in that aspect. But I'm glad you shared that it took like six months to a year because mm-hmm. I have this conversation quite often with clients and people who, you know, have heard my story. And I think, you know, patience is really important. And when we are in when we're in like a health struggle, it's really hard to be patient sometimes. Oh yeah. But sometimes Yeah, you know, and so like people will start they'll change their diet, they'll take some good supplements that will help and they want it to change in a week or three days. And it just, it takes time. It does. And you, you, you've heard people say it before that it took years to get sick. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes it can take a year or more to get better. Mm-hmm. But the cool thing is in between in that year, you do see little changes and that's what keeps you going because mm-hmm. you can feel it. You're like, okay, something's changing. It's not as fast as you want it to, 
but you'll know. And uh, like I said, these bodies, they were designed to heal and it's pretty incredible, Yeah. but not if we don't give it what it needs, the right tools, then, then no. Very, very true. Did you change anything about your lifestyle to help heal? Well, food was the biggest because um, I was also a binger. So not only did I eat junk food uh, like crazy, but and thank God I never gained weight. I was always on the thin side. So I don't know why, but I just never gained weight. But um, my favorite pastime was always going to the store and getting a gigantic birthday cake, like a sheet cake, and then coming home and eating as much as I could of it. So the lifestyle change that I did was drastic. I wouldn't have one Big Mac. I'd have three Big Macs. And everybody thought it was a joke. And I thought it was cute. Oh, look at me. I can eat whatever I want uh, as much as I want. And uh, God's really started dealing with me about it. I remember breaking down and crying in my 20s and just saying, what is happening to my body? And I was literally stuffing a hostess cupcake like in my mouth as I was crying and praying, like my mouth was full of this entire cupcake. And I just remember like God kind of dealing with me in that moment, but I was not ready to lay down that food. It would take many, many years before I paid any attention to that, the way I was eating, because <laughs> mm-hmm. I still wasn't convinced that it could help me to change. Mm-hmm. Uh, so th- Yeah, my lifestyle is completely different. You know, if I have a drink with friends, I have to bring, I'll have like a vodka Willem out, but I will bring my own, like I will put berries in a bullet with like some monk fruit (laughs) and I'll bring that with me and pour it in my drink and I'll bring my own salad dressing and I'll bring my own bread. So yeah, my lifestyle has completely changed. You know, people who knew me back then would not recognize this person because I didn't care anything about health. But, you know, it's not hard once you start doing it and you start feeling better. It just becomes a way of life. And those old foods, I I, ew, I probably wouldn't enjoy a Big Mac now, you know, like I used to. Yeah. yeah. So Your taste buds change. Yeah, they do. They really do change. Except, you know, sugar, it, it seems like once I give myself a taste, I have to be careful because I can... Because it's easy for me to get addicted to sugar again and not be able to get enough and not be satisfied with one bite or one piece of cake. So I still have to be careful with the sugar because it is a trigger still. Mm -hmm. So I do try to stay away and just let myself every once in a while. Yeah, I can definitely relate to that, too. It's that underlying like when you have the history of the mold, the candida, like you're just more sensitive to it. Um, Yeah. So I, I. I think that, you know, it helps other people to to hear this story. And it's so amazing. And I'm, I'm wondering, how did you start getting on TV and talking about this? How did that all roll out? Yeah, a f- well, a few months into having the website, um, PBS American Health Journal, they called and, you know, asked if I wanted to come out to California and interview. And I couldn't believe it because I had such intense social anxiety and I have always run away from speaking publicly. Um, In the workplace, I would have panic attacks if we were in a meeting and I was going to be called on. I mean, it was really bad. So although I was excited, wow, they want me, they want me to fly out and interview. But I had panic attacks for days before and I didn't really want to do it. But at the same time, you know, when you would rather pass out on television than than not know what you missed out on, right? Yeah. <laughs> what what that could what that experience, you know, would be for me to be able to conquer that. So I did it and once uh the cameras were on, the the peace came over me and I was so comfortable. <laughs> and now I've I've been on television about 20 plus times and I feel completely comfortable and it healed me of social anxiety, panic attacks. I am no longer afraid of speaking in public. And now it is what I do, mm. which is the craziest thing. If you would have told me that when I started the blog, I would have been too afraid to start the blog in the first place. Yeah. Cause that's not something that I was ever interested in. And it was probably one of my worst fears. That but- is amazing. Part of the healing, you know, it's like we can be healed in so many areas of our lives 
Yeah. Well, and sometimes we have to just throw ourselves into things we're afraid of and grow from it. Right. Right. But it doesn't feel good when you're throwing <laughs> yourself in there. It feels good after. <laughs> yeah, it feels good after. But I think, you know, anytime we're uncomfortable, that's the space for growth from there. So I I think it's amazing that you've been able to share your story and help so many people. And I really appreciate you taking the time to come on the show. And I'm sure other people listening are going to want to connect further with you. So can you just let everybody know where they can find more from you? Sure. Uh, They can go to eatpraygetwell.com. And um, my book, you can be bought on Amazon as well as my website, and it's in certain bookstores as well. And um, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram. And if you follow and like me on Facebook, I am going to pick somebody this week that a new person that has followed me, and I'm going to send them a free book. Wow. Awesome. Perfect. (laughs) And I I will include those links in the show notes for for anyone who wants to do that so thank you again so much Erin I really appreciate you coming on the show and I had so much fun chatting with you no it was great thanks so much for having me and I'm just so happy with what you're doing and I'm so happy you overcame all your health issues as well and you're just doing something wonderful with your life and I appreciate it Aw, thank you thank you so much to Erin for coming on the podcast and sharing her incredible journey If you want to learn more from Erin, then you can head on over to her website, which is Eat, Pray, Get Well, and also find more from her on Instagram at Eat, Pray, Get Well. And make sure you check out her book, Eat, Pray, Get Well, A Journey from Chronic Illness, Brokenness, and Junk Food Junkie to Wholeness and Wellness. Don't forget that if you want exclusive behind-the-scenes content related to this podcast and my life, make sure you follow my secret Instagram page, Wellness Realness Crew. All you have to do to gain access to that page is DM me a screenshot of your iTunes rating and review for the show to that account, Wellness Realness Crew. DM that screenshot of your iTunes rating and review to Wellness Realness Crew. Request to follow. And when I get that DM of your review screenshot, I will accept your request. And as always, you can connect further with other podcast listeners by joining our free Facebook group, Wellness Realness Podcast Tribe. I would love to have you there. That's going to be it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. I will chat with you again next time. Bye.